From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue. Spring is busted out all over, but while the good weather will continue in the North Country for the next several days, fire, weather, and local forest officials are concerned that all of the dry weather, low humidity, and sometimes gusty winds could have a significant impact on fire-related conditions across northern New York. Dry conditions and a good deal of sun for the past four days has led to the drying of dead fuels, as in grass, leaves, twigs, and brush across the St. Lawrence and Champlain Valleys, as well as parts of the northern Adirondacks that are free of snow. Officials say if fires were to start, the conditions could cause such blazes to quickly get out of control and be difficult to contain. State officials say a burn ban is still in effect through May 14th for all of New York, which means no open burning is allowed. The long Easter weekend produced 85 new coronavirus cases in St. Lawrence County during a four-day period. The new surge in COVID cases has pushed the active count from 129 to 158, as just 47 people were deemed recovered and released from quarantine. However, there were no new hospitalizations, still at 5, and no new deaths, still at 94. Potsdam's disturbing new wave has gone from single digits to 35 actives last week and continued to rise to 46 cases by yesterday. But three other larger communities are also spiking again. Ogdensburg is up from 24 to 29 cases, Messina up from 14 to 24, and Canton up from 13 to 18. The rest have five or less. Fifteen of the 32 towns have no cases. Franklin County Public Health reported a balance of four new coronavirus cases versus four recoveries yesterday. Active cases fell from 61 to 43, while individuals in tracing quarantine dropped from 206 to 131. No new deaths were recorded. The updated town-by-town map shows 11 or fewer community cases across the county. The St. Regis Mohawk Tribes Emergency Operations Center reported three new cases yesterday, making six total actives among the tribe's jurisdiction. Five individuals were released from isolation, but ten people remain in quarantine. Clarkson University in Potsdam announced its plans for the fall 2021 semester, indicating that it intends to return to full, in-person, full-capacity classes, with Zoom use to be more of the exception than the rule. The fall semester is scheduled to start August 31st, by which time it's expected that students, faculty, and staff will be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and regular operations can be restored on campus. The statement indicated that Clarkson plans to have all employees back at work by the end of the month, with masking still required to begin. Starting today, all New Yorkers age 16 and older will be able to get vaccinated. As universal eligibility goes into effect, state officials will continue to work with local leaders to make sure all New Yorkers have access to the vaccine. But Governor Andrew Cuomo yesterday reminded everyone that universal eligibility does not mean that we can let our guard down. Millions of New Yorkers still need to get their shots. It's important, he says, to continue wearing a mask, social distance, remain vigilant, and get vaccinated. As of yesterday, nearly 41,000, or 37.6% of St. Lawrence County residents, have received their first vaccination, while nearly 30,500 are fully vaccinated. In Franklin County, nearly 18,600 people, or 36.9%, have had their first coronavirus shot. 
and over 13,700 are fully vaccinated. Exactly one-third of New Yorkers have had at least one shot, and 20.7% have completed the series. State police arrested a Rensselaer Falls man for burglary following investigation into a break-in on March 14th at a residence on State Route 37 in the Franklin County town of Westville. Troopers say 20-year-old Zachary Starnes is accused of forced entry into the residence and stolen property. Starnes was charged with second-degree burglary. He was arraigned in Westville Town Court and released to appear at a later date to further answer the charge. An Ogdensburg man was arrested on one count each of possession of and promoting the sexual performance of a child. State police said yesterday that 56-year-old Rodney Johnson of Ogdensburg was released on appearance tickets for Ogdensburg City Court at a later date. The death of a Potsdam teen a week ago has prompted a grieving dad and state police to issue warnings to parents following cases of teenagers being targeted by criminals while online. Investigators say the suspect or suspects locate teens on social media, friending or following the teens, then gaining their trust. Once trust is established, investigators say the suspects ask for photos and or videos of the teen, especially provocative in nature. Once the videos are secured by these predators, they demand payment, sometimes thousands of dollars, or they threaten to expose the images on social media. In the Potsdam case, the dad wrote to local media that his son was blackmailed for $3,500, but instead sadly took his own life. Yesterday, state police offered the following Internet safety tips for teens or anyone who goes online. For parents, talk to your children about going online and set rules about where or when they are surfing and chatting and monitor your children's social media accounts. For kids and teens, be very careful of what is posted. Never share personal information online, including full name, address, and phone number. Don't accept friend requests from strangers. Don't open emails, click on links, or download anything from unknown senders. Never share photos online through text or direct message with anyone you know. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of self-harm, talk to someone who can help. And if you feel you've been the victim of this type of crime, contact local police. From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue.